Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show. Tim R. Swartz, Interdimensionals, Commander X, oh, that whole mystery, and more. You know, earlier this year, my old pal Timothy Green Beckley died. He was one of the greatest paranormal researchers and writers of all time. And through him, I learned about one of his partners in crime, Mr. Tim R. Swartz, who could easily throw his hat in the ring as one of the most interesting men in the world. Now, if you toss out a weird subject, Tim Swartz has got it covered. Trust me. He's an Indiana native and Emmy award-winning television producer and videographer, and he's the author of a number of popular books, including The Lost Journals of Nikola Tesla, Incredible Alien Encounters, Jeff the Talking Mongoose, and Admiral Byrd's Secret Journey Beyond the Poles. He has also appeared on the History Channel programs Ancient Aliens, Evidence, Ancient Aliens, Declassified, all kinds of programs all over the world. His website is conspiracyjournal.com. And I figured it was about high time for me to have him on this show. So I called him up, and here is my interview with him. Tim R. Swartz, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joshua. As usual, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. Oh, gosh. You know, you are one of the most fascinating people in the world. Uh, you're a prolific author. You've written about so many mind-boggling things that it's difficult to know where to begin with you. Uh, so let's just start by me asking you uh, where in Indiana that you're from and where you ended up now and your description of what you do. Well, sure. Well, I mean, uh, originally I was uh, uh, born and raised in central Indiana. And uh, then after, uh, you know, I got out of uh, college and started my career in television, you know, I moved around quite a bit from uh, different markets, uh, uh, finally ended up uh, for a while back in Indianapolis and uh, 
now we're uh, we're living in uh, southwestern Indiana. I'm uh, have retired for the most part from the uh, television business, but uh, that's allowed me to pursue uh, my other interest, which is the world of the weird. Which I mean, you know, I've always been interested and uh, kept my. Uh, my big toe in the waters of, of uh, the strange and unusual, but uh, oh, for the past, I don't know, more than 20 years, uh, gosh, 25 years, I've, I've really you know, gotten back deep into it, written books, done television shows, you know, you name it, and uh, I've been involved. So now, what got you sort of involved in such a weird genre? What made you decide to pursue this field? <laughs> well, I was kind of uh, uh, drug kicking and uh, screaming into it. You know, I bet a lot of your guests, you know, have, have replied to that question that uh, they've been in it since uh, they were a kid. It's kind of the same way with me, but uh, I was given a, a class assignment one day uh, uh, based on uh, uh, current headlines. Everybody in the class was given a class assignment, and uh, I was given a story about UFOs. And uh, I, I didn't know what UFOs were, could have cared less. You know, I was a Hoosier boy. I was interested in uh, basketball and uh, uh, the Indianapolis 500, things like that. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I was interested in science and maybe like rockets and uh, space travel. But UFOs, forget about it. So I gave my presentation, you know, and uh, – and and from that point on, I was the flying saucer guy at the school. I mean, I was the guy who believed in UFOs and little green men from Mars and everything like that. And and I I couldn't I couldn't escape it. But what was interesting is that you know people would come up to me when there was nobody else around and, and say you know I don't believe in that kind of stuff, but. And then they proceed to tell me a story about how, when their family was on vacation, they they saw a, you know a UFO over their car, or their you know their great aunt Matilda who died two weeks previously has been uh, uh, creeping around their bedroom in the middle of the night, and it was these individual stories from people that really got me interested in all this because these were people who. They weren't looking for publicity. They, you know, they they weren't looking for a way to make money off of this. No, they were just trying to figure out what in the heck is going on. Uh, because really, I mean, for most people, this kind of stuff is really unknown to them. You know, that is unless they're watching a lot of uh, reality television, because uh, you know that a lot of these uh, types of, uh, you know, Bigfoot hunters and ghost hunters are you know, all over the place on uh, streaming. But for most people, they don't, you know, they, they could care less. And when somebody goes and has an out-of-the-norm experience, it's really hard to place that into that little filing system that we all have in our brains, you know. I mean, we get up in the morning, we have a cup of coffee, we go to work, stop at stoplights, come home. You know, all of that is filed away. But if you're going to work one day and this disc, giant disc comes down out of the sky, sets down in front of your car, and little guys come out and collect rocks and plants and stuff and then fly away, 
where do you put that? Where do you file that away in your head? And that makes a lot of people crazy. And they can't tell anybody. Oh, God forbid if they tried to tell, say, you know, even a family member because they'd be laughed out of the house. I mean, they'll be the butt of the joke for Thanksgiving for the next 20 years. So these people would come to me and they'd say, you know, you'll probably think I'm crazy, but, and then, you know, they'd tell me the story. And you can see the weight lifted off of their shoulders when I would say to them, oh, you know, that's, that's a fascinating story. You know, there's been a lot of people over the years who have had similar events and know you're not crazy and I'm not going to laugh at you. You know, I always enjoyed the Commander X books and our late pal Tim Beckley, whom you knew very well, said that a lot of the Commander X material was written by Jim Keith, but you have contributed to the Commander X books as well, right? Uh, yes, uh, I actually um, helped uh, uh, whoever Commander X uh, was uh, finish up a number of books. I mean, the uh, one of the earliest assignments that I ever got from Tim Beckley was to uh, uh, finish a series of books that Commander X had uh uh, contracted Tim to write, but then experienced health problems and couldn't finish it. So Beckley approached me and uh, sent me the material that he had, and then actually gave my uh, mailing address. You know, we were still doing everything you know by mail at that point to whomever Commander X was uh, to uh, send me any additional material. And then, you know, we communicated by mail back and forth uh, a number of times. And uh, I finished, like, uh, the original uh, Invisibility book that uh, that he was writing. There was uh, one about time travel and, uh, and then one about um, – conspiracies involving secret societies, uh, 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 Nazi infiltration, and things like that. So, so yeah, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, and then, you know, continued uh, that relationship uh, for uh, a few more years until, uh, I don't know, you know, I'd, I'd say you'd have to ask Tim Beckley whatever happened to Commander X, but you can't ask him now uh, either, unfortunately. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the material that was always sent to me was just uh, always fascinating. And uh, I wish, uh, you know, like everybody else, I wish. I knew exactly who it was that I was uh, collaborating with, but uh, unfortunately at this point, I don't think uh, I'll ever know. <laughs> that is so strange. It's, it means uh, Commander X could be dead then for all we know? Uh, could very well be because, you know, it, uh, it was one of these situations where just all of a sudden the mail just stopped coming. Yeah, and uh, uh, this was fairly early on in the uh, uh, the, the early days of the internet, you know, and we had just established uh, an email, like kind of like a mutual email account for myself, Tim Beckley, and uh, a lot of the other writers. 
for uh, global communications. We'd all use the same email, you know, communicate back and forth with each other. And it also, it served a good purpose to uh, put it out there for anybody who was interested in, uh, you know, books and, uh, and other types of communications. They could just send it to this one uh, central email. And uh, uh, the original Commander X was part of that and just one day that was it we just never heard from him again and uh, i suspect that tim beckley knew what was going on um but would never was never really forthcoming on just exactly uh, what was happening i mean you know how tim could be if he didn't want to answer a question he could duck and dodge it and uh, you know better than i think anybody that uh, uh, i i knew and that was the situation with uh, with commander x so considering that like i said in the 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 early days of of my writing for tim it was uh, collaborating with Commander X because of his health problems. I've often wondered whether or not he didn't just finally, you know, succumb to whatever it was that was, was going on with him. Wait till you hear what we get into when we come back. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes. And switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And don't forget now, if you want some free instant goodies from me, All you have to do is go to my website, joshuapwarren.com. There is no period after the P when you type in joshuapwarren.com, but you must put your email address into the free e-newsletter submission bank. Takes you two seconds. You hit that submit button and you will instantly receive an automated email from me with some stuff that will make your life magical. joshuapwarren.com and also follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. All right, let's get back to my interview with the legendary Tim R. Swartz. You and Tim Beckley and the the circle of researchers around you uh, have studied such a diverse uh, group of topics. I mean, you know, it seems like that regardless of whether or not one begins with aliens and UFOs or ghosts or monsters or psychic activity, they all hint at the existence of other realms and interdimensional contact. So let's just start there. What's your view on how all this stuff connects? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that was one of the reasons that, that Tim Beckley liked working with me is because I've, I've always been interested in all of that stuff that you just mentioned and more 
and uh, could uh, uh, could always uh, uh, you know, uh, whip out uh, a number of books in a short order just because of my interest and knowledge base. But um, I think that a lot of this stuff, UFOs, paranormal phenomena, ghosts, cryptid creatures are somehow connected. Um, whether or not they're originating from the same source or originating from different sources, but then have some kind of upfront similarities, it's it's hard for me to say. Uh, I I try to keep because you know people will you know people go oh you know you you believe in UFOs. And I'm like, well, that's you're, that's the wrong question. You know, you're asking the wrong question because I I don't believe in anything is what I usually tell people. Because if you start believing in something, then if you're presented with new information and evidence on a subject, then a belief system can interfere with, uh, you know, letting that new information in. And I always am open to new information. So, you know, believing in UFOs or believing that, say, UFOs are extraterrestrial or believing that ghosts are spirits of those who have passed on is not something that I would say. My response a lot of times is, I think that there is actually something going on. I think that people are seeing unusual things in the sky or people are experiencing some kind of uh, a phenomena in a house that's uh, uh, supposedly haunted or whatever. But what you know, what is the root cause about all those things? To me, that is still unknown, and that's why we're doing all of this stuff. This is why we're uh, doing our research and investigations and, and writing books and talking about it on uh, on radio shows, uh, because we don't really know. You know, I mean, I've got personal favorites. You know, I mean, I, I, I love the idea that, say, UFOs could be time travelers. I mean, I think that's a fascinating concept. And and in fact, if you are dealing with, say, a physical craft of some kind that may be visiting us from a, 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 another world, more than likely for it to be able to travel through space, it's going to have to be a time machine of some kind to in, in order to navigate the God knows how many light years away that they're coming from. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think time travel, uh, even from our own future is a, is a fascinating concept. You know, the same thing with, uh, uh the possibility that we're dealing with, um, what would be, I, I think erroneously referred to as interdimensional beings. Um, but I, 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 you know, that's, that's kind of an old science fiction type concept but i you know i i, I do i do think that uh, we live in a universe that has multiple realities kind of stacked upon uh one another 
and that uh, you know, in in some of those, they may have been able to figure out how to, you know, kind of like the uh, the television show Sliders, uh, to be able to uh, navigate uh, from one or or the other. You know, that that could be a good uh, explanation on why, with um, UFOs where the occupants have been seen, that almost inevitably uh, the 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 entities are humanoid, which. Considering what we know about, say, like you know, evolution, it it, it would be un- highly unusual for another planet in another solar system or another galaxy to develop intelligent life that looks so close like us as to be a lot of times almost indistinguishable from uh, humans. Um, you know, same thing with uh, uh, cryptid creatures. I mean, are we dealing with actual physical? primates that are smart enough that uh, somehow they've managed to keep themselves hidden from us, you know, in in, in the woods and uh, in caves and things like that all these years? Or are we dealing with something that has the ability to briefly make a, a physical appearance in our reality and then fade back to wherever it is that they came from? So, I mean, I think that's what makes all of these different types of phenomena so fascinating is because on the surface they look like that they could be easily explainable but as you delve deeper into all of the accounts that have uh, been presented to us over the years we can see that it's a lot more complex than uh, you know we would than we could ever imagine and that's that's really what is so fascinating about all of it. Oh, yeah. And in fact, we probably have a similar view in that when you're functioning as a writer and you're trying to speculate on some of these really odd things that don't always fit together so well, you have to have some kind of a working model to rely on there that uh, you can use to help sort of explain what might be happening. Like you say, realities that are stacked upon them. But now... It's becoming more and more possible that reality is actually a sophisticated version of what we now call virtual reality, that this may just be some kind of a big program, if you will, similar to the Internet, and that uh, it can get hacked uh, either by ourselves or by other beings out there, and that maybe the Internet and virtual reality is a very good, crude model of what is happening here on a larger scale. Uh, given what we know about what's possible with modern technology, how do you think that that fits into this mystery of uh, the flexibility of reality? Somebody not too long ago made a very interesting point, I think, on the uh, uh, possibility that we are living in a uh, a, a simulation, yeah. and uh, they pointed out that uh, you know all the time that you know we experience really what would just be called glitches in our reality, whether it be the uh, the so-called Mandela effect or, you know, uh, weird synchronicities or even, you know, very bizarre things like, you know, seeing UFOs, ghosts, or cryptids. And and they pointed out that uh, uh, if we are living in a simulation, a constructed simulation by some other intelligence, it's not going to be perfect. 
and that there are going to be uh, bugs yeah. <laughs> that get into the software every now and then, and that the possibility that, that these these weird things that we experience are the results of these bugs, uh, or at an extreme case, you know, maybe a, a virus accidentally <laughs> infecting the system. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's an interesting idea, you know, I mean, the, the the late writer, science fiction writer, Philip K. Dick, I mean, he gave a talk in uh, uh, France one time that uh, was recorded on video, uh, you know, and you can find it on YouTube if you just, uh, uh, you know, go and, and, and look for it, and I mean, gosh, he's talked about this, he was like in the late 70s, I think is when it was. And I mean, that's basically what he was saying. He was he was saying that uh, he thinks that reality is a simulation of, of some kind. And, you know, a lot of his books that he wrote about um, took that tact, that, uh, that reality is never what we think that it is and uh and i would have to agree with him i mean uh, uh there there are so many odd things that go on in our lives uh all the time yeah maybe these glitches in the matrix are small opportunities for us to glance behind the curtain once in a while and get a clearer look at how all this is assembled when we come back from this break you will hear me ask tim swartz about one of the strange personal experiences he has had, and he told me one of the weirdest stories I have ever heard. Now, you know me, and <laughs> coming from me, that means a lot, not just because of what happened, but because of the investigative work that he did. And, you know, he's a good researcher. He's a trustworthy guy. Wait till you hear this. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be back after these important messages. Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminesce, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products, so more can enjoy a more youthful look. Luminesce is great for women and men on those fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, plus great on the neck, forehead, and hands. Dr. Newman. What causes the skin to break down with age? Changes that we start to look on our skin starts actually in our 20s, where we get sun damage and the effects of pollution and our environment start to cause our skin to age. And we start to break down the collagen, the elastin, and we get glycation, which is the sugar that we eat, gets stuck within the collagen fibers and makes our skin inflexible. The Luminous Skin Care line does two things. One, it has a reparative effect. So it makes the skin look and feel much better, softer, supple, and more young and smooth. But it also is preventative. So it prevents the skin from the breakdown and the damage that we get from the sun and from the environment and from sugars that we have in our body. Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered Luminous products and decided a price reduction was in order. So more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based Luminous. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try Luminous, how about our starter kit, Postage Paid, for $19.99? See the full line of products from Luminous. 
plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. Luminous from HealthyLooking.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things. 
on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And now get ready for a really weird story from Tim R. Swartz. Uh, well, when it comes to your fascination with all this stuff, uh, have you had any personal experiences with any of these things that uh, stand out in your mind and were particularly influential? Uh, one time when I was working at a station in Dayton, Ohio, uh, my uh, uh, assignment editor, who knew I was interested in this kind of stuff, told me that uh, they had gotten a phone call from these, uh, this, these people from uh, Springfield, Ohio, who had seen an earlier report about uh, a poltergeist activity that was going on in Columbus, Ohio, uh, a very, very famous case uh, at the time. This would have been the uh, middle 1980s, and uh, uh, wanted to know if uh, there was, you know, if we had any information for them. So um, I went to uh, their house and uh, took uh, my my camera equipment uh, with me, not intending to do a, 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 a news story on this, but wanted to try to uh, capture whatever I could on this uh, three-quarter inch equipment that uh, we were using at the time. And the the household was experiencing the poltergeist activity. This was an elderly couple uh, that uh, they had uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, adopted their grandchildren, a little boy and a little girl, uh, because both their parents were in jail. And uh, not too long after these uh, uh, children, uh, the boy was about eight, the girl was about 11, going on to 12. Um, not too long after the kids arrived, then the house started experiencing kind of like low-level uh, poltergeist, uh, uh, raps on the wall, uh, things disappearing, furniture moving around, that sort of thing. So when I was there, as soon as I, almost as soon as I got into the house, every battery uh, on my uh, equipment died. Mm. It was just dead. And I had charged it all before I left. And now you're talking about uh, these were these you know the big NICAD batteries that the uh, camera and then the recording decks uh, used, and uh, not only were they dead, but the extras that I brought with me were dead as well. And uh, we were sitting on the couch talking about what was going on, and all of a sudden we heard it sounded like this huge bang somewhere in the house, and the uh, 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 the wife said to me. Oh, it's getting ready to start. And I'm like, what? And then they're like, well, a lot of times before things start, you we hear you know what sounds like an explosion or something. And then all of a sudden, just right in front of us, from the ceiling, little rocks start falling down. Huh. And uh, they would, it looked like to me, and you know, I mean, like maybe, you know, five o'clock in the afternoon. So, I mean, it wasn't dark or anything like that, but it looked like these rocks were appearing like just right below the ceiling and then falling to the floor. And uh, I, I picked them up and they look like they're like little white pieces of gravel that you'd find, find out in your driveway. And in fact, they had a gravel driveway and the rocks were exactly the same. Well, maybe about uh, seven or eight rocks fell down. So I picked them up and marked them with a magic marker with a, an X 
and then went out the back door and you know they were in a uh, you know they were out in the country and there was a cornfield like just right behind them and this would have been about august so the corn was pretty high so i took these rocks and i chucked them all out into the cornfield no sooner that I came back and sat down on the couch than rocks started falling down from the same place, and it was the same rocks with the uh, with the X on them. Whoa! Yeah, and uh, uh, and, uh, and and I could you know the uh, I could see everybody in the household. The uh, the two adults were in the living room with me. Down the hallway were the little boy and the little girl in. One of their rooms, I could see them sitting on the bed playing a game of some kind. So unless, uh, and then, you know, then a little bit later I went up and they had, it wasn't much of an attic. It was more like a, you know, like a crawl space type of attic with uh, uh, insulation and then two by fours. So it would have been really hard for anybody to have been hiding up there. There There's no holes in the ceiling that I could see. So I don't know, you know, I, uh, uh, they told me that afterwards, after that event, um, that the, uh, the activity just kind of, uh, uh, almost stopped, almost completely stopped within, you know, a few days after that. It was like whatever energies were taking place in that house had kind of, uh, you know, spent their lot and that, and that was it. But, uh, that was probably one of the most amazing things that 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 ever occurred to me out of out of several others <laughs> yeah that is one of the weirdest stories i've heard because if this were a hoax then somebody in that house would have had to slip outside find those rocks that you just chucked out into the cornfield or whatever and mm-hmm. then get them back in and position them and go through the whole process again without you noticing anything weird right suspicious right right well yeah. and you know and the other thing is uh, why? Yeah. Why do that? <laughs> These people, you know, they weren't interested in, you know, uh, in fact, they, they, they wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to put this on television, uh, you know, because they were very cautious when I showed up with this equipment. Yeah. And I told them, no, this was just to, you know, to record everything as best as I could. You know, uh, they, you know they weren't going to write a book or anything like that. They just wanted to know what was going on and how it could be stopped. You know, the, you know, before this, they had no idea. They had never even heard of, you know, of, of a poltergeist, but they saw the story that our station had ran about the, uh, um, uh, uh, the Roach poltergeist case going on in Columbus at around the same time. And they were like, Hey, this is what's happening with us. Our consciousness uh, our 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 ultimate being, you know, spirit, soul, whatever it is that you, that that you would want to call it, probably exists not only in this reality but in an infinite number of realities, all at the same time. Uh, when you hear people talking about uh, reincarnation, past lives, even future lives, I think that. We are having those experiences at the same time that we're having our present experience, all right? That the concept of past, present, and future is is wrong, that it's all occurring at the very same time. 
uh, and the same way with all of these uh, uh, multiple infinite realities. Everything is existing all at the same time. So, you know, if we, if, if we could get a better idea of, of how our consciousness actually interacts uh, uh, with this universe, Boy, that would be a marvelous thing to uh, to study. So now the simplest question of all, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Um, well, you know, okay. I, I, to me, I think the meaning of life is to... Um, uh, is is the pursuit of knowledge? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, it, it, because I mean, you, know, you you could say, well, you know, the the meaning of life is to uh, you know find love and to make other you make yourself and make others happy. Well, you know, uh, the pursuit of knowledge uh, involves all of that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I think that uh, I think that we're here to try to learn. Uh, uh, about ourselves, about others, and about the world that we live in. And uh, in doing so, I think that uh, we'll, you know, we'll develop a greater empathy uh, uh, for not only others, but for ourselves as well. My old uh, mentor, Charles Yost, a scientist, said the meaning of life is to learn. And I think that means we're all on the same page there. And uh, I couldn't agree more. We have to take a break. And when we come back, I will um, I'll conclude this conversation with Tim Swartz. But I just want to jump in here and say that when he's talking about these stones, these little rocks falling from the ceiling, you know, that's really it's really weird. But it reminds me of how often I hear similar stories when coins are falling instead of rocks and to be honest with you i don't know (laughs) i mean why that happens unless you have a particular case where let's say you know grandpa used to give me a quarter every time i saw him and after he died now quarters will fall you know that kind of synchronicity can happen but if you have an idea as to how to explain this I'd like to hear about it. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you can scroll down the homepage there and you will find my email address. But let me warn you, okay? (laughs) I get, uh, oh, over 5,000 emails per week and I do my best to read them all. But uh, I cannot promise I will be able to read it or certainly respond. I got a guy who emailed me the other day and he said, I've emailed you three times and you haven't emailed me back. Have I offended you somehow? <laughs> I was like, well, now you have. Do you? I mean, I don't think people realize how many messages I get. I said, I said, what do you want to talk about? And so he wrote me back and he said, I'm just wondering, when you go to certain locations, do you ever get anxiety attacks? I said, no. That was it. That was it. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to be on a television show later this month. I'm recording this podcast in November of 2021, and I think it might end up being kind of a controversial show. I'll tell you about it when we return. I am Joshua P. Warren. You are listening to 
strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, uh, the paranormal, uh, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets here. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Paro what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow. This paranormaldate.com thing really works. Maybe paranormaldate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, big Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and here is the conclusion of my interview with the great Tim R. Swartz. Well, the clock has almost got us, so let me just tell you, I would like for you to take as, as much time as you want to tell all the listeners whatever you want to tell them. Uh, you're, tell them about your website, the books that you've written, any books that you're publishing that other people have written, any events you have coming up, just uh, whatever you want to promote, the floor is yours. All right. Thank you. Well, um, uh, all of my books, and uh, I've, I've got uh, a few of them, you know, uh, five or six, 10 or 20. <laughs> yeah, you can find them all on Amazon.com. Uh, just uh, you can just type in my name, Tim Swartz, and uh, they'll they'll pop up. Uh, uh, my website is conspiracyjournal.com, and uh, I, I've shared that uh, over the years with uh, the late great uh, Timothy Green Beckley. Uh, I also have a, a, a little uh, publishing company of my own, and uh, we've just recently uh, released a, a new book called The Secrets of Telepathic uh, Control uh, by uh, uh, Kangen Sinha. And uh, uh, Miss, uh, Mrs. Singa, uh, Sinha has uh, also published uh, the book uh, Creatures of Thought, which has been very, very popular. It deals with the uh, the uh, the whole uh, uh, tulpa phenomena and the, uh, the 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 mental manipulations of of reality. So I, I highly recommend uh, both of those books. Uh, we just recently, myself and Sean Castile. Uh, uh, we're able to recently finish Tim Beckley's uh, book called Dulcie Warriors that uh, uh, Tim had been working on at the time of his passing. 
So uh, we had uh, were able to uh, get a hold of, of, of all of his chapters and uh, notes and everything, and uh, and get that finished. And that has now been uh, released and published, and is available on Amazon dot com as well. And uh, so, you know, we're uh, uh, myself and John Castile are uh, working on some uh, uh, new books along the same lines as uh, what uh, we've always liked to publish over the years. And uh, you know, we'll be making some announcements in the near future on uh, what their titles will be. Alrighty, and of course, uh, I'm even included in the uh, the Dulce book. That was certainly an honor, and uh, I want to tell everybody more about that on this show soon. But uh, Tim R. Swartz, you have done a fantastic job of opening minds in the most fascinating ways and i know we're going to stay in touch i can't wait to see what you do next so thank you so much for your epic work and for being on the show why thank you joshua for having me on and i hope your audience enjoyed it as well yeah his website is conspiracyjournal.com and sure enough he sent me a copy of this new book that he has published and it's called Secrets of Telepathic Control, How to Develop Your Psychic Powers and Have Others Obey Your Silent Commands. And I think I royally screwed up because when he sent this to me, uh, I thought, you know, I'm really busy uh, and it's going to be like a few days before I can read this book. I just, so I gave it to my wife, Lauren. And said, hey, if you want to read this book, you know, let me know how it is. And then like an hour later, I said, oh, crap. I just gave my wife a book called How to Develop Your Psychic Powers and Have Others Obey Your Silent Commands. There's literally a woman on the cover with a big, you know, like spiral vortex controlling you. And I, I'm trying to get it back from her. Uh, so look, do not make the mistake that I made. If you do not want your partner to get this before you do, I imagine. So I don't know. If I start acting weird, you'll know what's going on. Also, if you go to conspiracyjournal.com, you will see this book. He mentioned Dulce Warriors about the underground alien facility that they say is around Dulce, New Mexico. And sure enough, uh, this is the last book that Tim Beckley was working on. And I was at Tim Beckley's apartment in New York, I think in 2007. And I sat down and, and put him on camera and I interviewed him for a documentary that I was making. And then when we were done, he said, well, now I want to interview you. And, and so we traded places and he uh, filmed me and he interviewed me about the mystery of the Brown Mountain Lights, because a lot of people talk about there being an underground alien base there at Brown Mountain. And so uh, Tim Beckley said some very kind things about me in the book. And uh, and then he has the transcript in there. So that's a really nice thing to have. And, you know, go to conspiracyjournal.com or, you know, Amazon.com to, to find those things. We're definitely going to. Keep in touch with Mr. Tim R. Swartz. So, again, I am recording this show in November of 2021. And uh, so for those of you who happen to be listening um, to the fresh recording, I'm going to be on a uh, I'm going to be in a documentary. They're calling it a shock doc. Uh, 
uh, the day after Thanksgiving, November 26th of 2021. It's called Demon in the White House. And you may recall me talking about White House ghosts earlier uh, this year on a podcast. And, you know, I say it controversial because you hear demon in the White House. Well, you know, you can <laughs> you can take that and twist it in a lot of ways. But here is what the TravelChannel.com website says. Is it possible two grieving mothers dabbling in seances inside the presidential residence conjured something other than their beloved sons? Shock Docs Demon in the White House premieres on Discovery Plus on Friday, November 26th. So that's a streaming thing, Discovery Plus. And then supposedly, eventually, it will uh, end up on the Travel Channel as well. So let me try to read some more of this um I think I got enough time here. The seat of power at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue may be the most haunted site in the world. The new shock doc demon in the white house launching Friday, November 26th on discovery plus uncloaks the historic origins of the horror of two grieving first ladies. Did they unwittingly invite an evil presence with a malevolent agenda that may still torment America's presidents as well as their families visitors, and closest advisors. President Franklin Pierce and First Lady Jane Pierce lost their son Benjamin at age 11. President Abraham Lincoln and First Lady Mary Todd's son William died at the same age. Both children perished during their father's administration. The shock doc thriller opens archival papers, correspondence, and diaries to document a timeline of supernatural events that unfolded after these grieving families sought solace in the fashionable new spiritualism and seance movement and the potential catastrophic consequences that followed. And then they go on to say, as new presidential families moved into the White House over the past 150 years, there continued to be supernatural activity and strange happenings within the walls of this famous residence. Oh, uh, goodness, this is kind of long. Uh, this is Harry Truman. Harry Truman, who wrote several letters to family members explaining the disturbances, said that uh, see, he talked about it on nine separate occasions that he wrote about the ghost of the White House and once said, quote, sure as shooting, the place is haunted. He did. He did. I've actually seen that correspondence. It's true. And then uh says here, it is believed that renovating a building can stir up ghostly activity. When the White House was being gutted, Truman hired National Park Service photographer Abby Rowe to document this historic process. And one ordinary photo shows a bulldozer and three men standing in a corner. And on the other side of the frame is a figure that appears transparent. Uh, that's of course the photograph that I extensively investigated and did a little documentary about, which you can watch if you go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to world's wildest ghost photos. By the way, you know what? I almost forgot to mention this. After talking to, um, to Tim Swartz about the situation with Commander X, I think some young ambitious filmmaker should go out there and get to the bottom of who Commander X was and do a documentary about that. Wouldn't that be cool? I would watch that. A Commander, who was Commander X documentary. Anyway, so yeah, if you are on Discovery Plus, you can see me and I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. So 
I'm taking a risk by promoting it. I hope I don't look like <laughs> some doofus on there. You never know. Okay, my friends, it's time for us to wrap this particular show up. And so let's do it in the usual way, shall we? Take a deep breath, close your eyes, relax, and absorb the good fortune of the good fortune tone. Here it is. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.